What is up, everybody? Welcome into FUVFC. We're talking soccer in the Bronx. I'm Christian Hoban. I'm here with James Corrigan and Mir Gori. That song makes me want to go to a rave. Yeah. I always want to go to a rave, though, so <laughs> that could be that could be just an anomaly. So we got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about here, as we always do. It's always interesting in the world of soccer. We're going to start in with the MLS. We've got two New York teams heading full tilt towards the playoffs. New York Red Bulls, NYCFC tied on points, one and two in the East. Only difference is goal differential. Two weeks away from the playoffs. It's almost too good to be true. It is almost too good to be true. And like it? everything in the MLS, it probably is. Yeah, it probably is. But we, we're still missing uh, Frank Lampard, NYCFC. Um, but what do, you, what do you guys think? We're heading to the playoffs. Both of these teams, top in the East, do they really stand a shot? Or are they really the best two teams in the Eastern Conference? Well, NYC has the best player, in my opinion, and that is David Villa. David Villa, every time he's on the field, every time I watch City play... He is just the best. He is the best player, the most skilled player on the field, and he can score at will. You know, he showed that in their last match. Uh, I believe that was against. Yeah, it was Houston when they went to Houston, and he he put both goals on the board. And you know, I think as long as he's on the pitch, and if Frank Lampard, especially if he's back healthy, I like NYC to be more likely to get out of the East than the Red Bulls. Miragori, you were talking to me about Giovinco earlier in Toronto yeah, FC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you might have a qualm with James's point about uh, David Villa. Yeah, I mean, David Villa is great. Um, I think the thing that uh, he has going for him is the fact that he has Andrea Pirlo passing him those uh, beautiful passes. And I think Giovinco doesn't have that exactly. He's obviously much younger. He's 26. So for him, you know, uh, speeding up uh, the pace and, uh, you know, going around uh, really athletic American defenders is pretty easy for him. But I think uh, David Villa has the experience plus the uh, team around him, um, specifically like the right kind of uh, uh, style uh, with like Andrea Pirlo giving him the right passes to get him in the position to succeed. I think it'll be very interesting to see um, uh, New York City FC uh, going against Toronto. Um, I'm not sure uh, who's going to win that, but it would be really, really interesting seeing on opposite ends who's going to uh, win out between Villa and, and Jovinko on goal scoring. Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting you mentioned Pirlo. I think I could get a couple goals in the MLS if I had Andrea Pirlo passing me the ball, if we're being fair to David Villa. <laughs> Another thing I want to talk about with NYCFC, NYCFC 57 goals for, which leads the Eastern Conference, 53 goals allowed, which is worst in the Eastern Conference. Well, that feels like a problem to me. I'm no, I'm no tactical genius here, but I feel like that's a bit of a problem. Well, when you use all your designated player spots on all these great international offensive attacking-minded players, guess, guess what? You suffer on the back end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, Andrea's just not much of a defender, so, you know, going back. He's lost a step or three he's or thir- five. I mean, he's was 38, I yeah. think. So, you know, for him, it's obviously, you know, pa- way past his, t- his time. And in general, just never has been a, a particularly great defender. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think, though, the addition of uh, if, if Lampard comes back, it adds some credibility to that team overall. I think yeah, I, I definitely morale. agree with that. Yeah, um, he he was he was probably their best player before he got hurt. I mean, say what you will yeah. about David Villa, but he was he was so consistent for them and such a leader for them on and off the pitch. I mean, Lampard really gives you something else. I'm yeah, I'm no fan warrior, of Lampard, you know? but uh, 
I'm no fan of his uh, English career, but you got you got to respect his uh, got to respect his leadership there at NYCFC. You, you do, and you know, just as soccer fans in America, you have to root for both the Red Bulls and NYC in these playoffs because imagine if they meet in the Eastern Conference Finals. That'd be I've been fun. I've been to the New York Derby before. I've went at Red Bull only at Red Bull Arena, but. It's still pretty crazy. The atmosphere is European style. It's just like it's similar to what you would see in England. And when you get at Yankee Stadium with forty something thousand people there, it's impossible to beat. So to see those teams potentially meet in a two game le- in a two leg series, that would that would be a lot of fun. It's, yeah, it would be. Well, it's always scenario. it's always fun yeah, when you can uh, watch soccer without leaving your own borough. <laughs> and, and, and to the point of the uh, you know the atmosphere, um, I think Man City had that in mind. You know, not just buying a, uh, a portion of the t- of the New York City FC um, and 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 you know uh, making a deal with the Yankees to use Yankee Stadium. Um, it wasn't just a financial move, but I think it was also uh, they saw it as you know kind of a creative creation kind of thing that we talk about Gabelli a lot. You know. Uh, uh, maybe the, the, we have <laughs> belly school business shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, wow. shout out, uh, Dr. Pearson. You're great. <laughs> uh, you know, like I, I think it's really important that um, you know they recognize that if they bring the the, the English at least atmosphere to yeah. New York City, it's going to bring in a lot of international appeal to those games. So you know, it it is definitely rewarding financially, but it's also rewarding in terms of a, it's a great power. Yeah, and and I think that's interesting. I think you know you can bring in all the players you want and do whatever you want, but MLS isn't really going to catch hold until it catches hold with the public. I mean, the way yeah. the other four sports, major sports league have in the public. I mean, and also when their players stop flying commercial to every game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Manchester City partner with an airline. You think they get to fly? I mean, you've seen. <laughs> I mean, you've seen Andrea Pirlo and all those like Dolce Gabbana commercials, and to think uh, that in advertisements, and you would think that he would be flying first class on every. I don't know so. how many Emirates flights go from New York to Vancouver, but. Yeah, well, that's, that's just uh, you think me. you could get at least one. Right. All right, so we're we're gonna move on a little bit from the MLS here, and we're gonna move into um, my darling, the Premier League. Hey. Uh, talk a little bit about England. Um, the, it was the international break this weekend, but we had some very very interesting games last week. The first Ooh, one boy. I want to get to, and I can see the eyes rolling in the studio and behind the glass, but I want to get to this Manchester City Tottenham game, in which. Uh, the Lily Whites trounced, trounced the citizens two to nil. That was, that was, whew, Typical. that was fun to watch. I mean, we, we, I mean, they just gave a, they gave us a reminder that we're still here. Oh yeah, we still oh, have our yeah. guys. Except Harry Kane, but <laughs> he's, I, I know I, he's I, hurt. I, yeah. I know, I know. It's I, sad. It's but they can do it without Harry Kane. That's even more impressive to me. To me, it was just typical Man City. Just oh, taking lack. the credit away from oh, Mauricio Pochettino. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's a cultural thing, you know. Tottenham yeah. always, always shows fire, uh, and passion in their games, um, especially compared to Man City. Man City, no matter how much talent they have, they still haven't gotten over the hump. And I think with, with uh, Guardiola there, it, it, it should get better. Obviously, it's his first year, but, you know, just really yet again like another moment where they could just cap- capitalize on another three points extend some sort of lead you know in the premier league and they just we just keep dropping these games that are just unnecessary well uh, to play ad- to play devil's advocate there it just shows how how good manchester city was to start the season 
when we t- talk about how much of a disappointment it is when they go on the road to the second-best side currently in the Premier League and drop the three points. Yeah, yeah and, and, you know, also De Bruyne not being there, you know, also really hurts. And I think, you know, to your point, that also is another indication that, you know, Without him, you know, he's he's, he's really he's, got, he played really he's, he's played really well. Soul. I mean, yeah. even when Belgium was playing really badly in the Euros, De Bruyne you could see going up and down the field. So I mean, like, there's obviously counter to what I'm saying. I just always when I see Manchester City in the last couple of years, I still see that. You know, yeah, I think I, yeah, I do think they they're missing a lot when they're missing De Bruyne. But they I also Tevez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I the 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 big question I want to ask as a result of that game is this. Who is really the team to beat? Is it still Manchester oh, City, this. or did you see enough either against Manchester City or for another team last weekend? It doesn't there, necessarily there's... have to be Tottenham, but in favor of another team last weekend to maybe doubt that, begin to doubt that a little bit. Because through six weeks, it was there was no doubt. I'm there was not, no doubt it was Manchester City. I'm I'm not close to doubting Manchester. City. You're not City close yet. to doubting. I'm not how about close to doubting how about through yet. how about here's a little stat through seven games played. Three goals allowed for Tottenham Hotspur, all of them from set pieces. Seven weeks, not one single goal from open play. That's, that's the impressive. best. That's the best back four in the Premier League with one of the best keepers in the world. That's yeah. I mean, plus Danny Rose. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm. I'm. You got to stick with City. There's too much there. Too much going with Guardiola. I mean, they just looked. Uns- they've looked. What about Liverpool? I mean, they're they're my. I think they. They are still my pick to finish second in the Premier League. Yeah, you know, Liverpool just, you know, like this year they just look like a second-place team. They just look like they don't a team. Have the, they don't have the defensive, uh, I guess you would say, what, maturity? Yeah. The wherewithal? They, I just don't think they have the talent yet as a complete team. Yeah, you can know, it, to, can it, the question is can a team with James Milner at left back compete for a title? <laughs> hey man, anytime I, if I had James Miller on my Ooh. roster, I'd always think I'm in contention. <laughs> I, I think the big point That's, is the English Paul Pogba. If, I've heard. If, oh if, gosh. <laughs> I mean, if if you could put, uh, you know, Raheem Sterling in a position to succeed, and that is thanks to Pep Guardiola, then then you know you you're you're pretty much gonna win the the Premier League. Yeah, he's looked he, outstanding. He's had a bit of a revival. Yeah, and I mean he was, t- he was he's awful worth, last year. He's looked worth the money this year though. Yeah, yeah, he's really been really helping did. my fantasy Premier League team. <laughs> oh gosh, just one real quick note on Milner. In 1972, he may have been one of the top five players in the Premier League. So let's at least give him that. <laughs> yeah, you know he's a real heart and soul least, grit kind of guy. Let's he's at like least a, give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean the Georgie best. He looks. He he. he to, to me, I think he belongs on those old uh, pitches with all the mud on them. Yeah, well, yeah, he does have that rough. Yeah, he, t- he looks yeah. like a, almost like he could he looks be a, like, like a rugby player, an American football player, yeah. rugby player in like Scotland. You so, know? so my question is this: so moving on, talking about James Milner, and it was the international break. We talk about England a little bit. Talk about the England roster. England's left back situation is a little bit curious. Danny Rose, Ryan Bertrand. Do you think about? James Milner in that situation. There's not a clear number one at left back. There's a clear number one across the rest of the back four, especially at right back. You're not replacing Kyle Walker or Nathaniel mm-hmm. Klein. Those are your two right backs. But do you bring in James Milner? Well, so, all right, let me let me give you an example. Um, 2006 World Cup, obviously, Dadia getting oh, ready to win. Oh, he's talking about Italy. So, you know, there. 
they're looking at their roster and, and the potential people. Paolo Maldini, obviously not a left back, so not exactly the same situation, but a center back, is uh, getting ready to, you know, possibly come out of retirement and come back for that 06 team. And the problem was the whole time is that Marcello Lippi just could tell that Paolo just, he just didn't really like, he, the passion wasn't there anymore. And obviously, you know, he probably regrets it now since, you know, in hindsight 2020, they, they won, you yeah. know. But um, I think the point is, as much as Milner's great, I just don't know if Milner has it in him to also add in those international yeah. games. He is 30 years old. Mm. And at, old. at that position, I mean, maybe maybe if you're taken, a center back, but a left back. And for somebody who's taken the pounding that he has, yeah. and he's not even really a defender. He's more of a midfielder. So, yeah. you know, like the, the wear and tear is much higher. Yeah, and I do agree. And with, and especially the way they play at Liverpool, that pressing, he's running all yeah, game I mean, with mm-hmm. Jurgen Klopp. It's fun to watch, but it might be a little a little too much. You know, for him. it's it's typical Liverpool being rough and tumbling around, and also Klopp adding his speed I love Klopp. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, his teams are not. fun to watch. Him hey. and Milner together. <laughs> him and Henderson. You know, <laughs> yeah. Henderson has really come along. Yeah, he. I mean, yeah, I. I'm I'm looking at a, a title of an article right now. Henderson oh. comes of age. Oh, I, I think oh, it's I think so it's true. I think it's I think it's true. I think everyone's been waiting. He's always been good, but everyone's been waiting for him to be great. Good, There's no doubt. And take that next step and be what everyone knew he could be. And I think I think he really is. He's benefited the most from yeah. the Klopp era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, he re- for sure. he really has. Um, so uh, we're talking about the Premier League here. Um, so our quick yes or no: Are Liverpool a title threat? No. I think they're a threat purely because they've got Klopp and they have enough. They they have Anfield. I don't think they're going to win, but they're they, they definitely are in contention to win. Okay. Well, contention? Do you? Do you I mean, say, I, I'm a big fan of their attack. Do you consider I'm, contention is a threat? Yes. yes. I'm a big fan of their he attack. Doesn't. I love Mane. I love Coutinho. I love Firmino. I think they're I think they're very good, and I think they can, I think they will be in contention. I Yo, do I do agree that they'll be in contention. Coutinho needs a bit of more of a shout out to get on that Brazilian national team. I've yeah, been calling. What I've been calling. Is going on for Coutinho? Coutinho. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, I've been calling for that for a while for yeah. him to play more I mean, on last, the. Yeah, he's on that he's, team. He's like that. Last year just hasn't even called. Like last year, they didn't even call him up. <laughs> they they got they got this guy named Gabby Goal. You know, who who Ooh. as much of a sensation as he is, you know, like he's gonna be going to Inter now on a twenty million dollar deal uh euro deal, but I mean like dollars, euros, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know. What about pounds? How <laughs> much is that in pounds? Better, How much is that in yen? Every time Coutinho's been on for Brazil, he's he's made something happen. Every time he's on for Liverpool now he makes something happen. I mean you gotta give him a, you gotta give him a shot. Right? I th- I think for sure for Brazil, uh, Coutinho and Neymar Nice All right, so I, I want to move on to another. I have another question that I think is interesting. Is are we going to see again for the second season in a row a season where Ma- both Manchester United and Chelsea are outside the top four, are on the outside looking in of that top four, those Champions League spots? I have to it think. happened last season. Manchester United just missed out at fifth. Are we going to see it again? They're both, neither United. of them are in there right now. I have to think United writes the ship. I really do. You're a, you're a Mourinho guy. I really guy. do. Ah, Jose has too much, has too good of a track record. Even though he was such a disaster for Chelsea, except that that championship. I mean, I don't know. <sighs> if disaster is the right word. I mean, after after the championship, I mean, certainly I, I, a disaster. I, I, I know, right? I know. They won the title. I mean, to his uh, point, other than that, 
to but, his point, last year was oh, last year was a like disaster. canceled yes. out the championship. Yeah, <laughs> like double the, the damage. See, hold on, hold on. Let's back up for a minute there. It's hard to it. You got to do a lot of damage to, to cancel out a championship. Yes, I mean, I uh, I know we're talking about soccer, but I'm gonna bring in my own personal experience here. I'm a fan of the Philadelphia Phillies, and for years, for 28 years between World Series titles, we said we would trade 10 bad years for one World Series. And you know what? They won the World Series in 2008, and they've been terrible ever since. And you know what? I'm kind of okay with but it. But I got a question for you. Does Chelsea have a Ryan Howard? Chelsea does not have a Ryan Howard, nor do they have a Carlos Ruiz, who hit a home run today <laughs> for the Los Angeles Dodgers. They don't even have a Ruiz Oswald. I mean, they're <laughs> like, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't on the 08 team. But so I want to – I want to. Uh, we are talking soccer here. I know. I brought up baseball, and that's my fault. Um, so we're going to go back to – we're going to go back to soccer here. I want to talk specifically about Manchester United, and I want to talk about three players that have um, that have been um, big topics of conversation. Patty McNair, United. yes, Patty McNair, Ander Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're talking about um, Ibrahimovic, <laughs> Ibrahimovic, um, Wayne Rooney, and Paul Pogba. So, my first question is this. I asked this a few weeks ago to um, our wonderful man behind the glass, John Furlong. Is Manchester United's best 11 an 11 that includes Wayne Rooney? And if not, then who else? I mean, that's the question that everybody's been asking around yeah. the world. So, yeah, I mean, okay, so uh, for me, I think he's a center attacking mid. Yeah, at, the, still, at this point, yeah. I still think he can he can play a center attacking mid. I, he I, can make something happen, but is he their best option there? I mean, you know, with uh, with Juan Mata, hey, he's played pretty well. I, I gotta admit, Mata's impressed me. He's mm-hmm. hated though by Mourinho, so it, he, it, I mean, he can't stand it. It it, it baffles the mind. Though. Yeah, I mean, every goal he scores, right after uh, Jose just goes. Well, you know, he was in the position to score. I mean, it's like, well, you know, it's Cristiano Ronaldo in the position to score. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it, getting there is part of the part of the process as well. Yeah, I mean, you got to walk there, right? At yeah. Least, yeah. If you're not gonna run, you're gonna walk over. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be there. I mean, that's that's true. So I want to I want to ask about Paul Pogba now. So through seven games, he's we can agree that he's been underwhelming. He scored today for France. Mm-hmm. So my question is. Is Paul Pogba A overrated, B still getting settled in at Manchester United, or C just being used incorrectly by Jose Mourinho? I'm gonna give it a B. B? You say he's, he just needs to settle I'm in. Give it a B because he did. He did look I, good today. He had that goal for did. France against the Netherlands. He 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 loves playing for. He loves playing for France. He always plays well for France. Yeah. But you know what? It's. I, I just have to give him the benefit of the doubt, similar to Mourinho. He's got too much talent in my mind. I disagree that he is the French James Milner. <laughs> we, 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 we talked about that before the show. <laughs> we called him the French James Milner. You know, it, uh, he's not... I still think he's a special player, and Mourinho sometimes can't get out of his own way. So... You know what? I'll give it another few month or two. Uh, to me, I hold think... On. I'd like to preface this for all those listening oh, to say that uh, Mir does not like Juventus. 
at all. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he does not like Paul yeah. Pogba no, that no, much. No. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, uh, here comes the correction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I just wanted to preface it, make sure everyone knew. Yeah, yeah, all right, you go bear, ahead. You are a bunch of crooks. I got to like, come on. We all, we all know that in Italy. Any, any Italians that are listening, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I think that the, the thing for Pogba is he, yes, he is a bit overrated, but if if you watch the first year Pogba arrived um Juve he really struggled to adjust to the Italian defense i think he's you know not necessarily slow learner but you know with somebody with that much athletic ability you know it's hard for sometimes him to find that one niche that really he's taking advantage of the full potential and i think you know Mourinho plays a role in that for sure but i think the the big point here is he's going to get better than this he he is for sure, um, you know. Obviously, barring injury, but I, I I do think that that he is a bit overrated. He's not worth 120. I know the argument of well, you know, that is the market. But the thing to me, I guess it's it's more of a moral standpoint. When you know clearly that Messi, Ronaldo are the two best players in the world right now, and top probably gonna at least one of them is gonna end up being top ten ever. Um, I think out of respect, you just can't. You can't put a price tag ahead of them while they're still great. Yeah, and I, I guess mean... that's that's the sentimental <laughs> view. But you know, seeing Cristiano Ronaldo bring the ball up the field at 32 is 10 times better than Pogba at what is he 24 now? 20, 24, 25. I don't know. Yes, I don't know exactly. Uh... Yeah, he's either 23 or 24. So for me, you know, it's 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 tough seeing that. He's 23. He's 23. Right. So he's very young. He is, nah. but but you know, I mean, you remember forget, you forget how young he is. Yeah, but remember Cristiano Ronaldo's first game at Man- Manchester United. He scored. Oh no, he didn't score. But I mean, he already had all the tricks, all the, you know, there was the there was not just the flash. It was just it was natural. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see a lot of athletic ability out of Paul Pogba. But I don't know if you see that natural flash and panache that. Yeah, you see. he doesn't have the. But skill. I mean, you got to remember that they're they're different positions. I mean. Cristiano True. Cristiano Ronaldo's an attacker and Pogba's more of a midfielder, but, yeah, but I mean they're, play, I mean, they're starting to play him up front, starting more. to starting to push him up more, yeah, which yeah. I think, quite honestly, is a good move. I think, yes, I think I think you're wasting him if you're keeping him back. Yeah, I mean th- this guy should be like in a Klopp system, going should be up should and be down, yeah, should be running, down, yeah. running. That's really a shame. That's I, his... If I was uh, if I was United, I would have done everything to get Klopp. So right. I think that fan base would have loved him. All right, so we do have to wrap it up here, um, FEVFC. But before we wrap it up, I want to get some quick opinions. I'm gonna I'm gonna list um, the top. I'm gonna read off the top seven teams in the Premier League, and I just want a quick yes or no: Are they in the top four at the end of the season? Manchester City, yes. Top one. Top well, that, I think that one's pretty obvious. Tottenham, top four. Yeah, gotta. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. I, 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 think, I think they're gonna be know. two. I think yeah. if Harry comes back, they're going to be two. Yeah, Arsenal. Do you trust Wenger? Do you trust? Do no. you trust Giroud? Do you trust? I'm not going to lie. They they look like they're about to hit a bad. It's going to be it for Arsenal. You know what? The clock has struck midnight on yeah. Arsenal. I think this is finally the year that Tottenham finishes ahead of them in the standings. That makes me so happy to hear. Uh, oh, yeah, that's for Liverpool. Sure. Yeah. Yes. 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 Everton no. are sitting in fifth. No, you think they fall off? Yeah. Well, if it isn't Everton, who else is it? Manchester United. Manchester yeah. United. I I have them in the top four. I'm I'm not I'm not selling my stock. Are right, you selling yeah. stock on United? Uh, you know, I think Ibra has enough 
yeah. greatness yeah. in him that he's, at the end of the season he's not gonna let them yeah. be out of the top four. I think. And so we're and then finally Chelsea top four no 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 no. no, no. Right. I, I don't even think they're gonna be top six. Quick rapid Ooh, fire. Before. Ooh, not even top wow. six. Who else sneaks in there? Crystal Palace. I think. I mean, I think Everton's gonna get fifth. And uh, Leicester, I think, I think, West Brom. I, I don't know. <laughs> West Brom <laughs> with Nasser you know, Shadley. We're forgetting about Arsenal. You know, they could they could be fifth or sixth. Yeah, they could fall. Yeah. yeah. Quick rapid fire. Does uh, next week does Manchester City have any chance to get a point at Barcelona? Are they are they at Barcelona? Yes. No. Barcelona's losing a lot of identity. And I don't but know. No. I don't know if Messi's going to be healthy in time. So does that yeah, mean? Yeah, but De Bruyne's not going to be healthy. I mean, that's the identity of. That's yeah. He's the. I mean, you saw it last week against Tottenham. He's the heart and soul but of that think, team. You think Pep's not gonna like? I mean, hit. I mean, yeah, he'll step his game up. be in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, but I mean, Pep can't do what Kevin De Bruyne does on the field. I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're missing a guy like that. And even if Barcelona's missing Messi, I mean, come All on. Right. All right, Suarez. Fine. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, okay. You convinced me. Barcelona <laughs> two, yes. uh, City one. I think two one. Yeah, I, I, I think City puts up a fight. I don't think it. Yeah. They get run over like uh, Celtic or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But I mean, I, <laughs> what was that? Six seven, nil. Seven seven yeah. nil. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think it's very possible we we see Manchester City put up a bit of a fight. But I think I think it's just too much talent. Yeah, All right. Well, it's been a fun time talking to soccer here in the Bronx. F-U-V-F-C for uh, Mir and James. Mir Gorey, James Corrigan. I'm Christian Hoban. Have a nice day.